This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to Future File, a podcast exploring the technologies changing the way we live, work, and play. In this episode, we'll be discussing whether the time has come for smartwatches, or if the wrist candy is still just in its niche phase. I'm Sophie Curtis, technology editor of Mirror Online. And I'm Jeff Parsons, a tech reporter at the Mirror Online. If you've got any suggestions for future episodes, leave a review and let us know what you'd like to hear about. So smartwatches have been around for a few years now. They've started to gain ground. We're seeing a lot more of them on people's wrists uh, out and about on the street. Uh, But we don't yet know if they've really broken into the mainstream. Some of them are quite expensive. Uh, Some of them only work some of the time with certain phones or certain operating systems. So let's just dive in and discuss what we think about it. So Sophie, you've got an Apple Watch. I've opted for the Fitbit Ionic, both of which uh, are fairly new. We should say the Apple Watch Series 3, which only came out um, a a few weeks ago now. Yeah. Um, Do you want to start off with just sort of saying how you're getting on with it? Yeah, well, it's interesting. I've sort of used several generations of Apple Watch now this is the first one that is uh, basically works independently from the iPhone um, just to give a bit of background obviously the idea of smartwatches is that you can get notifications from your phone so every time someone sends you a text message or an email or a whatsapp message that will be relayed through to your watch and uh, you'll see it on the screen same if you know you get a notification from an app Um, You can control your music through the phone as well. They basically have sort of stripped down versions of the apps that you have on your phone. Um, So if you want to play music from Spotify, for example, you can go in and play the latest playlist you've got, that sort of thing. Um, And and that's pretty much the basis for all smartwatches that are on the market at the moment. Um, As I say, what sort of makes the latest Apple Watch stand out is the fact that it's got 4G built into it. So rather than having to carry your phone around with you so that every time you get a message it has to be within sort of Bluetooth distance for it to relay through to your watch, you can now leave your phone at home or on your desk, for example, wander around the office, go down to the shops, and you should still be able to get all those notifications. So that's in a way, that's quite a game changer. Yeah, that phone-free um, future idea. Yeah, which kind of was the whole idea of smartwatches in the first place, I think, um, which, you know, it's, it's sort of the next evolution from smartphones um, just in a more convenient more com- compact way I don't think mm. realistically we're there yet but I, th- yeah, I, I think kind of think that's what we're driving at yeah but it's, it's a noble goal I think you know transposing your that getting your phone out of your pocket and using it for whatever you want we use our phones for everything now just having it on your wrist at all times just diving in there and sending off a few notifications or a tweet or checking the news headlines or the sports scores or whatever it is like you said we're getting closer to it i don't think we're quite there yet um and we're also sort of seeing um i think smartwatches skew towards different types of activities so i mentioned yeah. that i i'm i'm wearing the fitbit uh, ionic which is the f- company's first sort of full-blown smartwatch uh, although 
having said that, some of the smartwatch aspects of it are lacking. Right. <laughs> so it does fitness very well, but then all a lot of Fitbits, um, accessories, uh, and, and activity trackers do fit, fitness very, very well. The smartwatch, you generally want a little bit more functionality from it, uh, that interaction with your phone that you mentioned, but it just doesn't have it yet for me, this one. And that's that's quite a stumbling block when this watch is about 300 pounds. Yeah. Um, it's interesting, though. I mean, let's talk about the fitness aspects for, for a moment, just because I think that probably is the biggest attraction for most people to get any kind of wearable technology. Yeah. Uh, you know, the driving force usually is somebody's, you know, it's Christmas, you're eating lots <laughs> of turkey, you're thinking, I need to lose some weight in the uh, new I see year. Where this is going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, you know, people get wearables to give themselves a bit of motivation to start doing that I think that's probably a starting point for a lot of people when yeah, it comes totally to wearable agree. technology yeah. um, and Fitbit has absolutely been the leader in that I mean yeah. so yeah just talk a little bit about the, the, yeah. the fitness aspect so it started out as you rightly said you know with Fitbit's early days it was the step tracking and it would tell you roughly how many calories you burned and they've sort of followed this through uh, and innovated on it in different ways they've added in uh, heart rate tracking which is something that we see on all lots of smartwatches now um, there's uh, um, GPS enabled as well which is on the Ionic which really is actually quite useful and this isn't on all trackers and all smartwatches but in this one it is um, again harking back to what we were saying about splitting from your phone you don't need to tether a, a, an activity tracker to your phone anymore and run around with it if it's got GPS actually on the device so yeah fitness is a big aspect it's it's the thing that I look for the most mm -hmm. um, I tend to cycle a lot I tend to run a lot um, this Ionic as well is is the first um, Fitbit uh, that really tracks your swimming as well so okay. you can take it in the pool it's waterproof that's great um, so for someone like me that, that is really into their fitness this is a, a, a great option um, how good is it at telling automatically what you're doing or do you have to tell it what sport you're doing ah it does have it, it's good at picking up certain things it will do running cycling and I feel like swimming although I'm not entirely sure about that okay. I, haven't, I haven't tested it in the pool yet um, but yeah, it, it, it will automatically um, pick up on your heart rate, it'll know that you are cycling or it'll know that you're running and then it will track that as an exercise. You don't have to remember to go and do that. Similarly, and we can get onto this later, with the sleep tracking as well, it will automatically pick up when you're sleeping. Mm. So you don't feel have to dive into the menu and do that. And that's great because... You feel that's thing, how it should work really, yeah, don't you? It, you don't really want to have to go in every time and say, I'm going to start my exactly, workout now. Exactly. You don't want that. Um, mm. And, it, and you, that exactly, it just gets in the way. So I would like to see down the line that that comes more naturally to all other aspects of it as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's quite interesting as someone who does a lot of sport, that it's naturally something that you, you know, fits very well into your life. Hmm. Probably, personally, being a bit less active, <laughs> um, I mean, it, I still find it quite interesting. The Apple Watch has um, obviously sort of activity tracking. The, the, ba the, very, the most basic level of that is um, these activity rings. Um, so basically it tells you how much time you've spent standing, walking and doing exercise each day. And um, it kind of it comes up with an automatic number um, yeah. of the, for each of those categories. Um, but then it automatically adjusts it depending on how much activity you do. Um, and, you know, none of those are very hardcore mm. activities. But, you know, it's still... 
keeping an eye on how much you know how much activity I'm getting during the day whether I am standing more or less than I normally would so even though I'm not an actual kind of going out and doing mm. lots of sport kind of person I'm still getting a better awareness of my own activity which I think is quite a useful thing yeah and that seems to be the way in for, for where it was as as you mentioned there they do other things you can get games and as I say news updates and things like that on them um, the way to easily respond to notifications but fitness is sort of or not even fitness activity is quite universal and I think that if it's not going to be sort of for fashion purposes which I suppose traditionally is why people wear watches you know because they look great they're they're well designed and all that sort of stuff like if you're going to plump for a smartwatch you're going to want it because it it offers you something specific and I think fitness is the easiest way in for that do you find it actually encourages you to do more or is it just a fact of tracking it that's interesting um, in in a way, so what it does do is it, and I, I think um, your Apple Watch does this as well. I'm sure. Is it, is it it pings me every hour to say I'll go yes. and take some steps? <laughs> I find so annoying. I know it is really <laughs> annoying for the most part if you're if you're down and focused on work. Yeah. But otherwise, I find that you know hours and hours will go by, and I can I'm just sitting there and I'm working and I'm working, and that's and so that actually is the one kind of motivator I have a little bit to like oh I should actually get up and move around a little bit yeah in terms of the other stuff I'm genuinely um you know like I say running and cycling anyway and I would be doing that even if I didn't have a little gadget on my wrist telling me to cycle but what harder. if you just want a lazy day playing the xbox oh yeah do you feel bad about it uh, well, no, <laughs> mine, does I, watch make you feel worse about it yeah, asking. I turn those off for the weekend oh, so I see. <laughs> at the weekend I'm like I'm just sitting playing xbox um, oh now it comes out yeah I know <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's the only um, kind of concrete example I can think of of where like it kind of changes my habit a little bit. Yeah. You know. But like as I say, I'm kind of a little bit hardwired into my routines anyway. I can see like what we were saying about at Christmas time of you know really like actively like I'm going to change. I'm going to have a New Year's resolution and I'm going to change and now I'm going to do you know a mile a week or a couple of miles a week or mm-hmm. whatever. You know, having something that you can. And it doesn't have to be a smartwatch, as I say. There are cheaper trackers that, that will do it as well. And, you know, the wearable technology spectrum is, is increasing all the time. That, I can see, as a concrete, useful thing that you would want to buy one of these devices for. Yeah. That's kind of... Like I say, you don't... I don't think you'd need to go, like, right up to the top and buy the Apple Watch Series 3 or the, yeah. the Bionic or the Gear S3 Active for whatever that is. But just you know just for getting off and doing it yeah i could see it really really helpful if you didn't have those kind of habits already in place yeah no i can i agree with that but then going back to the smartwatch thing as you say you could you could do all that tracking with a standard fitness tracker in fact you could do it with your phone as well yeah so what what is the case in that case for buying a smart a full-blown smartwatch full-blown smartwatch i think i think there's promise the like all technology the promise is you know leave your phone at home um you can do mobile payments now with these watches. Um, NFC, uh, near field communication, means you could set up a card and you can go out and, and pay so you don't need your phone for that. You don't even need your wallet. Mm. So that's a promise. Yeah. Has it really happened yet? I don't know. Teething problems, I guess. That's maybe. something that the Apple Watch, to be fair, is pretty good at. Yeah. You know, I, Apple yeah. Pay is now well enough established that you can set that up on your watch. If you're going into the tube, for example, you just touch it and you're through. Mm. If you're in a shop, in the same way that you would with your phone, you can literally just touch it to the to the card reader and it will pay. So, you know, in that sense, I agree. I think that's probably quite have, nice. Have you used it? it? No. 
<laughs> but that's that's not to say I couldn't. I'm just right. I'm just a little less of a <laughs> mobile payment user than some. But yeah. yeah, but it is there. The option yeah. is there. So the reasons it's one of the reasons you want a smartwatch, if not just for the fitness thing, then you can yeah you can do your payments. You can do like I. I and again, you know, because it's got, this one's got 4G, I can leave my phone at home, I can leave my wallet at home, and I could go to the shop, do my shopping, and pay for it with Apple mm. Pay just by touching my watch, which actually you're, you're cutting out quite a lot of extra stuff that you'd have to carry yeah. around there. So that's that, yeah, I think yeah. that's quite a good one. Yeah. Um, oh, and then, of course, there's the apps aspect the apps, to it. There's yeah. Um, I mean, you were saying before about uh, the Fitbit actually doesn't have a great selection. No, of apps this is the problem. This is why I think this Ionic that that, that I'm using at the moment, um, great as a fitness piece of kit, terrible as a smartwatch at the moment because yeah. there's about there's like two apps that you can get. You can get the weather. And, <laughs> uh, that's and useful. That's, I suppose. Yeah, that is useful. You can get the weather and you can get Strava, which is a, again a fitness type thing. Yeah. Um, wallet fitbit pay which is their own take on it that's not up and running in the uk yet um so that's not useful their third-party apps ecosystem should come through but then until it does it's not really worth going yeah. out of your way for at the moment that's where i feel like apple and you know samsung and uh, sony and lg who all make smartwatches um they've got that kind of thing cornered you know the yeah. apps ecosystem is much better the answer Although, how many but how many of these apps do you actually well use? this is an interesting point because yes particularly apple has a wide selection of apps that you can download onto the onto the watch that really vary in terms of quality i find so right. you know something like instagram which you'd probably use quite a lot on your phone i can get it on the watch okay um and i can sort of bring up my my picture feed and i can scroll through it um but obviously it's a pretty small screen, um, so you're only seeing pretty tiny versions of, of, the, uh, of the photos. You can like them, um, I think you can probably comment yeah. on them. But I mean, it's fairly fairly basic version. Um, I mean, that's one thing. Usually they're incredibly stripped down versions of the right. apps you would have on your phone. Um, and it's usually the absolute minimal amount of interaction on each one. So Twitter, for example, again, it's it's mainly for consumption. You're kind of you can read things, but actually, when it comes to interacting with them, it's a lot harder. Yeah. Um, you know, you can with my Starbucks app, I can order a, a coffee, but it's only the coffee that I've ordered before using my phone. Yeah. It's set up as my favourite thing, and I just press order it now and you know so you it's still very heavily reliant on the phone and a lot of stuff to be set up in advance before you can really do much with the watch so yes i agree it's much more advanced than the fitbit for example mm. in terms of what's available mm -hmm. but it's kind of frustrating as well if you like to kind of make the most of the apps you've got it's very limited what you can actually do on them yeah and i just i'm i'm yet to see those sort of social situations where you sit there and like oh just check instagram I'll use my watch <laughs> yeah. rather than just having the slightly you know phone screens are so good and so useful now and everyone's got a phone that that's what they'll kind of go to but yeah, social, social situations one worth talking about as well because I mean there was a lot of talk about the sort of etiquette of using smartwatches versus using phones yeah. everyone knows it's really rude to take out your phone if you're sitting around with a group of friends and start just playing with your phone you yeah know, it's there was even a word for it, fubbing, uh, which was popular for fubbing, P-H-U-B-B-I-N-G. It's like snubbing with your phone. 
I've like, never it was a heard word. that. <laughs> you know? I've never heard that before. Was that? <laughs> it was a word. I think it was a fubbing. Yeah, it was one of those words that came up a few years ago That's and insane. everyone started using. Um, <laughs> so you know, if you did that in a bar, I've then everyone would say, "Stop fubbing me," because you know, like, stop fubbing me off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, okay. Um, and and yeah, so in a way, bringing in smartwatches kind of got away from that, um, but. <laughs> As it's never been okay to look at your watch. But yeah, <laughs> how much more rude is it going to seem if someone's talking to you and you just like start looking yeah, at your watch? Yeah, and it's like, terrible. I was at on, lunch. I was at lunch with people today, and I was getting notifications through to my wrist, and I kept looking at my watch, and I just thought, God, this is <laughs> awful because it looks like I just am really bored of the conversation and want to leave. So, I'm not sure from an etiquette point of view, it's really solved that problem. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> Can't believe you've not heard of. Puffing. No, I haven't heard of it. <laughs> Um, yeah so so the social thing is is still like a bit of a uh, I don't know a boundary to overcome I guess but I I just and you know the the, looking at your watch is watches it's such a valuable real estate I think on your wrist and, and people have been wearing watches for so many years and what's happening is that even the storied kind of Swiss making manufacturers yeah tag tag Hoyer, say it right. Tag Hoyer. That's how you say it. I yeah. Tagger. Tagger. <laughs> oh, I always thought it was Tag Hoyer. I don't know. <laughs> right, listeners, comment. Tell us what how the proper way to say it is. But I, you know, they've they've come out with their own smartwatch. Yeah. Um, Costs Michelle, about three grand, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, three three grand. So it's standard. Michelle Kaur. Yeah. Uh, so that one. Michael right. Kors. Yeah. Michael Kors. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fossil Fossil Group have got smartwatches out now. Yeah. So. Do you think they see it as the next big thing? Do you think they see it as a threat? Do you think... I remember when they first started talking about this, um, and clearly they do. I mean, Apple Watch has actually sold surprisingly well, given that this is actually a pretty geeky gadget in most people's eyes. And I think they do feel threatened by Apple Watch, because if you have one of them, why would you go and spend three grand on a Rolex or whatever? Um, So they feel like they have to keep up and not be left behind by the times, if that's... You know, if that's the way the market's going. But then, I don't know, having seen the ones that have come out, I certainly wouldn't want to pay what they're charging for them. I mean, because they're they're pricing them as those kind of premium, you know, timepiece type items. And I just don't think... I mean, for for one thing, they run on a lithium-ion battery, which is going to die after a few years in the same way that a smartphone battery dies. And... So you can't really compare it to a beautiful piece of clockwork, which is going to mm. keep going for 80 years. Course, um, yeah. It's just not got, not got that longevity in it. And yes, I expect some of them are sort of coming up with programs to replace the, the, the batteries, but it's quite a sort of hard sell, I would say, for those, those kind of companies to, to push yeah. in the same way that they would push a timepiece. Yeah. I mean, I think that, like we're saying, to get a smartwatch, to be in that that crowd of oh, I'm going to go and get a smartwatch you know there has to be a reason for doing it my reason is fitness someone else's reason might be apps I don't think we're at a point where anyone's reason for going a smartwatch is because it looks nice <laughs> you know which is even why, the ones that are meant to even look the ones nice that are meant to look, look nice some of them I look find. better than others mm. um, this this Ionic has a very distinct look it's it's quite angular it's quite futuristic I <laughs> thought it looked terrible until I actually got one in the flesh and then I thought oh, actually I'm kind of coming around to it a little bit now um, <laughs> Uh, the Apple Watch again I actually think it's quite nicely designed and it, it looks alright and as I say we're starting to see more and more of them now but they're not 
they're not attractive gadgets, I don't think. No, I kind of agree. And I remember when I first, actually a couple of years ago, the first smartwatch I tried out was, I think, a Motorola um, watch. I can't remember what it's called now. but um, 360? Yeah, I think Moto that's right. 360? The first, yeah. the first Moto 360. Yeah. And the screen was lit up the whole time. <clears throat> and I only realised how embarrassing that was when I went on a night out and in a dark <laughs> bar, having this glowing thing on my wrist was just... It was just oh, so cringy. I mean, at least the Apple Watch screen d- turns off when you're not looking yeah. at it. And I think actually most of the smartwatches are like that now. You think yours? Yeah, yours yeah. is turned off now. And, and I think that's that's better, even though it does mean you have to kind of move your wrist to actually check the time, which yeah. is a bit more of a a faff. But I think it, that that makes much more sense than just having this kind of beam of light coming from your wrist yeah. constantly. Yeah, the early ones there, there were there were some. They've they've got to a good point now. I think that we're we're about what four or five years in. Yeah. Five, uh, now and. I think that the the design teams have stepped up their game a little bit. It's not just about cramming the kind of look. It's a phone on your wrist thing anymore. It's like yeah. right, okay, we can get a lot of the functionality in. We can offer people a choice of what they want, whether they want to track their fitness, whether they want to be able to pay on the move. We can do all that. We can make it look a little bit nicer. We can, um, you know, keep the battery running maybe a little bit longer than just a day. Although yeah. I don't think does yours. Do you charge yours every well, night? Well, yeah, I mean, battery is an interesting one. Um, I I do charge mine every night. Um, I don't think I have to. I think I could probably go two nights yeah. without. But then you you need to get into a routine, or you forget to do it. And I find if I leave it two days, then I forget, and then it dies halfway through the third day, and then yeah. I've gone all out of sync. And yep. you know, actually, once there's nothing worse than having a dead smartwatch. On Absolutely, your wrist. It's <laughs> a completely useless chunk of plastic yeah, on your wrist. Whereas exactly. Mr. Mr. Rolex or Mr. Tag Man would would walk in and go, oh, well, this not only tells the time, <laughs> but it'll tell the time straight for eighty years or more, and you know it'll it'll never run out. Right, so. exactly. And yeah. actually, I think probably the battery life thing is is the biggest inhibitor of of these things uh, going. Yeah, because it's just it's just another thing, another thing to charge. Yeah, I know our, our homes are getting full of this stuff, and you know I think Apple knows that. that the last uh, iPhone launch it did, it came up with these wireless pads so you can put your phone, your your smartwatch and your uh, headphones, I think, all on one right. pad and it just charges it all in one go overnight. Yeah. Um, but I mean, one thing you mentioned that about the Fitbit is you really like the sleep tracking. Yeah. And I'm, I can never do that if I have to charge it every night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, this thing will go about four days on a battery charge. Yeah. Um, that diminishes if you really like push it. You have GPS enabled all the time. You're constantly using it to play music and all that sort of stuff. But the idea behind this one um, is that you'll also wear it 24-7. That's why it's waterproof. You can take it in the shower, you can take it swimming, yeah. and you can wear it at night. Um, and Fitbit really upped its game with sleep tracking a little while ago. They completely re- sort of retooled it, so it breaks it down really quite nicely. Um, this thing, it, like, it's a bit chunky but it's it's very light which mm-hmm. is great so you can wear it at night although interestingly what you were saying about the light up face that happens occasionally in the middle of the night in a darkened oh, bedroom if you move God. your arm and it lights up that's <laughs> not cool but um, no I actually quite like that um, actually, uh, let's go a little bit further back you know what you were saying about does it alter my behaviour in mm-hmm. any way it's quite good about getting me into bed at a reasonable time really? yeah because it'll, it'll ping me at about I think 10pm saying you know start winding down <laughs> yeah because I don't know how I'd feel about that <laughs> and, I, and I kind of go oh yeah I probably should you know not watch this extra episode on Netflix and go <laughs> to bed so 
that's that's that can be useful if you want it to be or it could be quite annoying it's very compliant of you i think i'd probably tell it to go away <laughs> <laughs> i will watch this episode yeah. of stranger things thank you very much oh. <laughs> So, um, always, oh yeah, so battery life and, and sleep tracking. Um, yeah, again, like like the fitness stuff, like the paying, um, like your, your mobile updates, um, your notifications. Again, it's another reason, I suppose, to consider a smartwatch over yeah. a over a dumb watch. Um, if you like that sleep tracking stuff, yeah. I find it quite useful. It's interesting, isn't it? I mean, that seems to have really taken off in quite a big way, not just with wearables, but just generally sleep tracking is kind of a new yeah. area that... It's like that, you know, the mindfulness thing that started yeah. coming up. It's like meditation. Oh, actually, that reminds me. This does do a little uh, feature on it that it, it helps you breathe. Oh, I've got that too. Yeah, so it t- it's like, like you're supposed that. to calm down and, and breathe. <laughs> For a minute. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you inhale and exhale in time with the uh, little <laughs> counter. I don't really use it, but I've just remembered that it That's is on there. That's actually one of my favourites. I mean, I think it's nonsense but I do I do quite like yeah. doing it I don't know if it really slows and then it gives you your heart rate yeah. and yeah yeah that's quite nice but yeah you're right sort of it's very California isn't it but the kind of mindfulness sleep tracking yeah. sort of holistic Holi- view yeah. of yourself yeah. yeah I mean it's kind of interesting of course there's nothing really to <laughs> I don't know if it helps just, though I don't think it I mean, does knowing knowing what how much of the night you spend having REM sleep versus deep sleep versus light sleep? Yeah, good point. What does that? It, 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 how do you act on it, that? It, exactly, it does very little. It's just to kind of like nerd out a little bit over the numbers <laughs> and be oh look at the, look how well I did. And it's just it's like a performance thing. It's like trying to run laps and trying to get a little bit faster. Yeah, um, that's all it is. Just just trying. It's just giving you data and what you do with that data, whether you act on it or not is uh, totally up to you. Um, sometimes I use it a lot and I'm like, right, I really will try and get to bed um, a little bit earlier this week. And other times I'll just take the thing off and not have anything to do with it for a week and kind of take a break from, because you can get a little bit data overload, I yeah. Um And there is so much of it happening. But yeah, if you want that, then hey, smartwatches are for you because you can get all kinds of data. You know, um, if you don't want that, then just have a regular watch take it yeah. off go to I, think it's, I think it's important to note that you can turn these things off as well you don't have to yeah. track everything you don't have to have every notification you can through. do do not disturb and just yeah and actually watch. one of the things one of the most important things to do when you get one i think is go into the app and go through every single uh, option and turn off anything that you think is just going to be annoying yeah and obviously you can do that at any point but you you know part of the setup process has to be making sure that you're not going to um you know just be overloaded by stuff because if you you know if you're constantly buzzing away it's going to just be more of an irritant than a useful thing yeah i agree totally so i mean i think maybe the last question is on the basis that these are maybe created to replace smartphones or at least become a kind of surrogate for smartphones will they ever be i mean it's, it seems like certainly now that Apple's brought out the 4G version of this watch it's kind of got to the point of you know as far as it's going to go in terms of mm. being able to do pretty much everything a, a smart smartphone can do yeah but would you live without think, the smartphone yeah that's it's that's where it's got to go hasn't it you've got to have 4G so it's untethered you've got to have a decent battery life you've got to have apps that maybe aren't quite as stripped down as they are to make it have any kind of a chance of, of replacing a phone yeah no it's not that. Like, we're making step each successive 
as ever with technology each successive generation seems to bring with it like a little bit closer a step closer to that goal yeah um i don't know if i ever see it really replacing no, the phone i don't for think us. i do and actually because of that it's never really going to be a, a mainstream product yeah. i don't think because you know you're already limiting yourself by the by the smartphone market mm-hmm. if you're saying you have to have a smartphone before you can have a smartwatch mm-hmm. so you've you know you've cut down your overall market by doing that and then from that group you're looking at the people who are willing to spend almost the same amount again in some yep. cases to buy another device that is essentially just relaying the same information to you in a different way it's actually when you put it like that it's it's less of an attractive proposition for a lot of people really yeah i get that yeah it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a um what is it a want not a need yeah <laughs> whereas you know i'd argue smartphones realistically is a need now you really need a smartphone in, mm. in 2017 um uh, 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 smartwatches wearable tech in general unless you have i think you know a driving kind of hobby in the form of like fitness or actually fitness is the only one i can really think of yeah right it's still the absolutely the number for a one reason to get it that's the only driver, reason i can it? think yeah. of you know um, and then so why not just get a cheap fitness tracker yeah exactly why not get yeah or just you know you can still get a regular digital watch and use a stopwatch <laughs> to time how fast you can run a mile or something but there is that's maybe doing these things a disservice there is a genuine usefulness i find as someone that runs a lot and cycles a lot to having things like your heart rate things like your calories burned even if the accuracy of these things can be a bit can be debated i still find it personally quite useful yeah um and there are occasions as you say particularly in the sporting field where if you can leave your phone at home and go out and your watch will track your activity it will do enough to stream your music for example to a pair of wireless headphones um so everything that you'd want to be doing while you're doing that activity is available via the watch and you can leave your phone at home that's actually much nicer than having to sort of strap the phone to your arm or your leg or whatever and (laughs) you know it's just one less thing to carry or if you can leave your wallet at home like we were saying for payments you know there there are a few nice scenarios where you think actually yeah that could be quite nice to leave it at home but yeah for the most part but for the most part yeah not 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 yet they haven't really got there yet but hey, the time is not quite the here. time is not quite <laughs> here for smartwatches <laughs> okay i think we'll probably leave it and at on that, that <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much for listening um let us know if you've got any ideas for future episodes and don't t- forget to subscribe um on itunes or on audio boom uh, we'll be doing these every two or three weeks and uh, if you've got suggestions let us know